This episode of All My Friends Are In Bar Bands was recorded and edited on the land of the Tharawal people. We pay our respects to elders past and present, and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded, and this always was, always will be, Aboriginal land. Enjoy this week's episode. Hey everyone, it's David James Young here for another week of All My Friends Are In Bar Bands. Hope you're doing well. I hope this rain is blessing you wherever you may be right now. Wanted to get this out ahead of our huge 150th episode, which is coming out next week with a very, very special guest. More on that very soon. But right now, I want to turn my attention to the incredible duo known as Girlpool. Girlpool are a Los Angeles-based indie rock duo composed of Cleo Tucker and Harmony Tividad. Uh, the two of them came out back in September in support of their third studio album, What Chaos is Imaginary, and they did a show, believe it or not, at Dicey Riley's in Wollongong. Uh, I saw them there not long... I, I, I literally went straight there after I saw uh, Seek a Lover Keeper at the Heritage Hotel. Uh, got there just in time to watch Girl Pool, and they were super, super lovely, and we had a chat the very next morning uh, at uh, their hotel room uh, in Wollongong. Well, not their hotel room specifically, but the place they were staying at, uh, out in their courtyard, which was quite a lovely experience. Uh, so, yeah, Cleo and Harmony were really nice, and uh, yeah, this is just a quick, fun one that... Uh, yeah, I'm really happy we were able to make happen. want to give a big thank you to Kat Clark and the whole team over at Cooking Vinyl Australia for helping to make this one happen. And of course, a big thank you to Cleo and Harmony for helping to put this one together as well. Really, really appreciate their patience in terms of scheduling and being able to make this happen. So yeah, big thank you to everyone involved. As always, hugely, hugely appreciated. Can't do this all on my own. All right, that's literally it. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast and you like what you hear, uh, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. You can leave a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts. That helps us get out to the right people. If you have a friend that you think might be interested in this podcast, maybe they're a big Girl Pool fan or maybe they're a fan of someone else that we've spoken to on the podcast, please let them know about it. That is the best way to get more listeners purely from people like you saying that you dig it and sharing it with people that might dig it as well and of course if you have a couple of dollars lying around and you would like to support this podcast and myself financially you can do so by supporting me over on patreon for as little as one dollar a month you get access to bonus content playlists behind the scenes stuff and bits and pieces from all of my creative endeavors all of it is massively appreciated so if you can head over to patreon.com slash david james young and check that out that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash david james young 
In the meantime, if you'd like to get in touch, you can do so by hitting up barbandspod at gmail.com, B-A-R-B-A-N-D-S-P-O-D at gmail.com. We can talk guests, old episodes, uh, advertising, literally whatever is on your mind, hit me up. Barbands, as always, is open for business. B-A-R-B-A-N-D-S-P-O-D at gmail.com. All right, let's get into it right now. This is Cleo and Harmony from Girlpool. Hi everyone, I'm Debbie James Chung and all my friends are in bar bands. Today I would like to introduce you to my friends, Girl Paul. Hello. Hi. Please introduce yourselves. I'm Cleo. I'm Harmony. It is Sunday morning and we are in the greatest city in the world, Wollongong, New South Wales, Australia. And Girl Paul just performed last night. Just coming to the tail end of second Australian tour? Yeah. 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 How's it all been going so far? Great. Really fun. Yeah, the shows have been great. Yeah, it's been cool. It's been long. We're like leaving in... Less than what forty hours to go back to LA. We're leaving in twenty less than twenty four hours, which is almost the amount of time the airplane is. Yeah. <laughs> so. Time is a flat circle. Yeah. Everything that was will be again. Yeah, <laughs> Just true. Flight after flight after flight. Yeah. And you did New Zealand as well. Yeah. Yeah. How did that? How was that? It was cool. It we, was so fun. Yeah, we had never been. It was cool. Excellent. There were some really amazing people I met there. That was really cool. Yeah, yeah. that's unreal. Yeah. What do you remember about the first time you two came here? We just like hung out and got like really nice wine and food and I think we had like a few days off. Yeah, we were like making a lot of salads in the hotels we were staying at, I remember. We were like making yeah. dinner a lot. We were like cooking a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that is that a, a frequent part of the tours? When we can. When I wouldn't say honestly often. We, I think we definitely try to, but you know, it's you don't really have much time to for that kind of it's a luxury. We were, like, yeah. excited you know? when we got here that the last time because we were put up in, like, an apartment hotel yeah. style, you know? And we had some days off, so we, like, cooked. But usually in the U.S., like, we never have a kitchen where we're staying, you know? It's just a hotel room. Yeah. Or, like, someone's house or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to make do with what you got, really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, who's older out of the two of you? Harmony. All right, well, we start with you then. I'm barely older. <laughs> it's all about the chronological. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I begin these by tracing back the initial interest in music specifically, where it changed from being something that maybe you were watching on TV, listening to on the radio, etc., to being something where it was like, this is what I want to do, I want to sing, I want to play instruments, I want to be in a band, that sort of thing. So yeah. can you tell me a bit about how music factored into your childhood and, and if there was any kind of particular switch on moment for you? Yeah, well, I was a musical theater choir person my whole life until mm-hmm. I was like 13, but my dad's a musician from New Orleans, right. so like he taught me a lot about music from a really young age and like the structures and what was playing and like would do my like different mind games and stuff like to get me thinking about music yeah. in different ways. But it was just something that I, like, got a lot of joy out of. And he would do that with math, too. Like, it just was, like, kind of training my brain to think different ways. And 
When I was 13, my uncle Lance, his brother, sent me a guitar with my name painted in white out on it. And that's when I started to be like, oh, I want to play guitar. Because I'd yeah. taken piano lessons, even though I wanted to take guitar lessons. Like, it was just, I tried to go to get guitar lessons. And one's like, you have to learn piano first. So I got a piano lesson, so I didn't want to learn piano. Yeah. And I was, he sent me this guitar when I was like 13. I was like, oh my god, I really want to play guitar and write songs. And that was the switch, was like getting this guitar with my name on it, which was so silly. And then <laughs> as I got older, I started going to DIY shows and yeah. like, booking them and like wanted was like so involved and it was like all I cared about basically for a long time yeah 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 and that was like also part of the switch was like I want to like be as involved and like a part of this as possible sure yeah Clear. what about you I like always loved music and got a guitar I saw like Joan Armatrading in concert oh at, wow yeah with this Borders bookstore that my mom took me to <laughs> fuck yeah and I was like in like first grade and, um, like, was obsessed with, like, her. I thought she was really cool. So yeah, I, like, yeah. begged my mom to get me a guitar after. So then I got this, like, guitar from a toy store and started playing on it. And then um, they got me guitar lessons. So I was just, like, obsessed with guitar. And uh, I wasn't really singing. I was just... But I was, like, writing songs about my dog and stuff. And then... <laughs> That's uh, Yeah. And then I guess... And then I was just, like, obsessed with guitar. So then I was, like, learning jazz guitar in high school and stuff and then like eventually joined a band in high school and like was just like playing guitar in it and singing a little bit and like sort of exploring that and then like because I was playing those shows with that band I was like really involved in the DIY scene there and that's where I met Harmony and then we like formed um, this band together with like some of our friends but then we like really just like hit it off the two of us and then we formed Girlpool. Yeah so where did the two of you grow up? Um. I grew up on the west side Right. Yeah. And Harmony grew up in, like, Hollywood. Yeah, right, right, right. So was there, like, a pretty immediate access to, to music and, like, a music community and, and live music and stuff like that when you two were growing up? I feel like we found it, like, when we were 16. So, but yeah, but it was just, I didn't discover it till later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I discovered it in, like, I don't know, 10th grade or something. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Do you remember the first time you performed, like, uh... You would have been, you would have been, you said you're a choir kid. Yeah. So how old were you the first time you went up on stage? Probably seven or eight. Full on. Yeah. My mom was always making me sing for people at parties. Yeah. Like that was something she would always do. She'd be like, Harmony, sing for everyone. So it was not, yeah. Oh gosh. In middle school, I played mandolin in the band. Mandolin, nice. And and (laughs) at my eighth grade graduation, I don't know if you know who Janice Dickinson is. She's like a famous. She's like an old old school model. Right. But she's like older now. Yeah, yeah. But she was dating this like rich dad at my school, (laughs) and she was like sitting front row at my eighth grade graduation, and I like was playing the mandolin in this like we covered five years time. Do you remember that song? Yes, No in the Whale. No yeah, by No in the Whale. <laughs> and I played it on the Mando, and she was, like, freaking out about my mandolin skills. <laughs> oh, my God. you gotta put really the, you got to put that to more use. I know. I don't talk about that enough. You really don't. You really don't. It was really weird. She was, like, literally dating a daddy at my school. <laughs> a daddy. I remember whose dad. Nice. <laughs> Spare us the details. Yeah. <laughs> I will. Off the record. Yeah. <laughs> it's really weird. Steven Stein, S- Steven uh, Spielberg was also at that graduation filming it on a handy cam. 
Really? Yeah. Weird. Directed so weird. by Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Because his kid was graduating with me. Oh, wow. Wait, what's his name? Their name is Michaela. Oh, I don't know that person. Yeah. There you go. I don't know where they are today. Maybe they'll <laughs> hear this. Jurassic Park somewhere. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, tell me a little bit about the bands and the music and stuff that you were doing before Girlpool started. I was in this band called Bobby T and Slackers. What were you playing? I was playing guitar and like... Like, we were best friends, me and Robert, and we're still friends to this day, but we kind of, like, were, like, young and in high school and, like, butt heads a little bit, and I was, like, frustrated because I was in this, like, all-dude band, and, like, I felt like I didn't have a space to, like, write my own music in it because yeah. it was, like, his project, but I, like, thought I had more, like, creativeness in the band than I did, so yeah. I, like, kind of, like, felt sad in it and wanted to, like, start my own project. And Harmony was in this band... I was in a band called Huxley Ann, and it was me and my friend had started it, and I just felt not free to, like, write the way I wanted to mm. in it, so there was, like, similar frustration, different, but, like, definitely didn't feel like I could write the songs I wanted to write in the project. We played our first show, Huxley Ann's first show and Bobby Teen's Locker's first show was at this house party that we both played at with all, all of our friends, so yeah. we were, like, really adjacent with each other. For our Fine. friend who does the record arts for Jackson, who does all, who has done our record arts birthday? Oh yeah, the person who has done the art for some of our records. Yeah, yeah. Small world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, what did these bands sound like? Was it just like classic, like teenage rock? Band it was just kind teenage of garage. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Robert's yeah. music was like he still plays, um, but back then it was more garage rock stuff. Yeah, and sure. I had like one song with him that we barely really played. Yeah. It's a great song. Oh, I'm sure it was. I love that song, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, when and where was the first Girl Pool show? Shit. The technical first one was the... House party, the right? house party in, in like, mid-city. In the backyard. And then we played another show the next day. So we played, like, two shows the first weekend. What was we the next day one? In Santa... I don't remember. Oh, oh, oh. It was, like, December 9th. Fuck, I don't remember. That's what I remember. I'm like, December 9th. <laughs> Or no, we played Paraspace. It was no, yeah, it was. We played Gorilla Fest for Paraspace. Oh yeah, and that was, was that like, one of our first shows. That was one of our first shows. Shit. Yeah. That was a cool show. Yeah, it was cool. What do you remember about those early first few performances? Like, uh, I was really mad because like this guy who had been hanging around our friend was at our first show, and he like got on the he like pissed me off. He like still pisses me off. But he got behind the drum kit at the show and, like, started to pretend to play the drums when we were starting up. And I was like, can you stop? Like, can you go? And he refused to get off the drums. And it was, like, annoying because, like, at the time we were, like, I don't know, like, we were, like, getting out of our, like, cis dude bands. And, yeah. like, this guy was just, like, fucking with us. Yeah. Well, he was also obsessed with our band after that. Whatever. <laughs> what? He sucks. Yeah, he's not great. Fuck that guy. Whoever he is. <laughs> Honestly. What about the first time you toured? I'm assuming the the bands before Girlpool didn't do much touring, or any of them. I had never matter. toured. Now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Our first tour was with this band. Heather's. Heather's. I was yeah. dating the um, bass player. Right. And so we went up. The West Coast. The West Coast with them. I booked it. Harmony booked up the whole thing. Nice. Yeah. How were, how was that, like, kind of 
getting out of your immediate like hometown, your immediate community for the first time. It was really cool. We were like obsessed, obsessed with it. immediate. It was just crazy because we had never done anything like it. Mm. I had never been to like Portland or Seattle or anything. It was so weird. I mean, wait, did we even play Portland? Yeah, we did. We played that little shop at Laura. Remember that like bookstore? Oh yeah, we did. Did we play Seattle? We played with little big, jo- big love, yeah, big, yeah, big. For Seattle. We did because we stayed. Oh, and we played Olympia too. Yeah, that was crazy. I can't believe I booked that because like, yeah. I had never been to those places. So it I was crazy that you I did that. Doing. I would love to see how we did like in tour vibe. Yeah. I remember we took one of the guys like mom's minivan on the tour. <laughs> they were like older than us though. Yeah. It was a vibe. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness me. Were you surprised or kind of like overwhelmed at the response that that first record got? Because, you know, that was the kind of your ticket to the world. Like, that, that's what set off, you know, kind of getting to do things like touring internationally and, and having people, you know, in Australia know who you are and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, this definitely. Day, it's shocking. definitely we were actually just talking about this last night where I was like uh, saying that like if that record was to like like get big again or something Mm. right now like it would feel so weird because it was like so long ago or something yeah it's just like weird even like the other last night two nights ago we were at our show and like the person was like DJing one of our first songs downstairs and I literally ran. Like, I was, like, mortified. I mean, for so many reasons, honestly. But, like... Yeah, who plays Girlpool at a DJ set? It was weird. Like, for our show. Yeah. It was really bizarre. (laughs) Read the room. Yeah, it was weird. (laughs) But also, like, an ancient track. Yeah, it was a deep cut. A fossil. Jesus A musical fossil. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) When and where was the first time you toured internationally? It was uh, Europe. Yeah. In England. And it was in uh, 2014, late 2014. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is really crazy. Yeah. What do you remember about that? I had really bad anxiety. Like, I was, like, anxious, so I brought my other friend, too. So mm-hmm. it was me and Harmony and Zoe. It was it really help? fun. Uh, yeah, it helped. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really remember. It was kind <laughs> of a mess. But our show, didn't our show sell out in London? can't remember. Did we play Shacklewell Arms? Yeah, we played like Shacklewell Arms and we played Seabright Arms with Alex G. Oh, nice. And we played... Was that our first trip there? Yeah. Damn. We played a bunch of... It was amazing. It was really cool, yeah. Yeah. Do Do you still kind of have that element of kind of performance anxiety and, and, and things like that? Do you feel like, now that you've been doing this for, you know, however many, five or so years, like, do you feel like you've been able to navigate that a lot more as performance? I don't really get anxious about playing as much. It's more just, like, being anywhere and alive is weird. <laughs> <laughs> and dealing with normal, like, human existence yeah. issues. Mm. But less about, like, playing is great. Playing feels good. I get really nervous when we're playing in LA. Like, every time. Because it's, like, every, like all these people it's that I know. know yeah. Like, all my friends are always there, and, like, my family. And those shows are, like, I can take myself to the feeling of, like, getting on stage and, like, about to play the first song, mm-hmm. and it's, like, in LA, and I'm, yeah. like, always, like, 
oh my god, I'm so like I get so excited and intense that like my heart is racing so fast that it's almost like I'm not even nervous. I'm just like so overwhelmed yeah. to show this thing that means so much to all these people that mean so much to me that I just become this like shih tzu like in the yeah. rain <laughs> like shaking and like yeah, yeah. panting <laughs> so it's like a really weird and then like yeah any kind of like big show with like intense energy gets me going like that yeah. like, but I love it yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. I, I, I talk about this with a bunch of guests on the show like when you're young you have this kind of idealistic rock biopic idea of what bands are like and things like that yeah. and there's there's always that moment of like where a band gets to you know do, like play a certain place or like you know do a do something involving their music and it's just like the we've made it moment, right. you know what I mean yeah and like it is this it's this trite like obvious kind of thing but you know it's always kind of playing in the back of your head so like I'm, I'm curious if, if there has been any moments like over the years of Girlport like getting to play with an artist or play a certain venue or go to a certain place or anything like that that has kind of felt like momentous to you I remember playing sold out show at Warsaw in New York wow yeah that was really crazy and it, we were headlining, and it just felt, like, surreal and amazing. I remember that very well. It kind of reminds me of, like, when you're, like, in a relationship with somebody and, like, you're, like, falling in love and you're, like, on a date or something or, like, on a vacation or, like, doing something that's, like, absurdly romantic and sweet and, like, cute and, like, cinematic and kind of stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, like, so beautiful and, like, the love is strong. It's, like, that kind of moment where it's, like... There's this moment of being like, oh, wow, this is kind of crazy. Like, this, like, you, like, zoom out from, like, bird's eye view, and you're like, whoa, like, look at your life right now. But in the moment, it's, like, just what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like there's this, like, weird, like, duality of, like, perspective of, like, just being, like, cool. Like, I was in Philly last night. Now I'm in New York playing this show. Like, it's just, like, so contextualized that it's, like, difficult to even, like, be, like, whoa. I've had moments, though, where we've been, like... This is insane. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're just like, wait, what happened? Yeah. You know? But, like, it's hard to, like, zoom out. Yeah, definitely. How do you feel, like, you've developed as performers, like, in, in that time period, you know? Like, for better or worse, it's just been the two of you constantly throughout. And do you feel like that the show that you're putting on now has kind of developed a lot since... Like, you first started out playing as Girlpool, or do you feel it's just kind of just, like, knowing the dynamic between the two of you and just sticking with it? Like, what do you, what do you think has worked about keeping this going for the last, you know, five-odd years? Well, I'm just thinking about literally the first show. It was, like, how literally nervous I was playing yeah. every part. I literally was just, like, like afraid of the bass. Like, yeah. horrified <laughs> of Your the book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally, I was, because, like, I did not... I was not yeah. really a bass player... And I did not know what I was doing at all. Mm. Like, I'm so much more, like, a guitar person. And now, I guess, it's just so interesting. Like, I do not have the feelings. I, I haven't even thought about this, but I just, like, don't feel the same way on stage anymore. Because before, it felt like I was, like, horrible. Like, I was, I wasn't, I don't have stage fright, because mm. I'm not, like, afraid of it. But it was just that, like, I was doing this thing I wasn't completely in certainty with, you know? And, like... Yeah, it's cool. Now I feel like we both have a lot more self-assurance and, like, knowingness about yeah. what we want to communicate and show. And, like, I feel like we've both grown a lot through just doing it. It's like working a muscle, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. 
All right, so we'll wrap it up here, but before we do that, I ask this of all of my guests, and now it's your turn, girl, Paul. I want to know about the best and the worst shows that you've ever played. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's been a lot of shows. Yeah, that's why I say it's the last. The worst show. I can think of some really bad shows. It's. I'm trying to remember. Oh, God, one of my favorite shows when we played in Madrid. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Like, it was just crazy. People were, like, screaming along to the words. Like, yeah. And it was, like, I don't know. I just never thought we would be in, like, Coral Pool in Madrid. Like, I was yeah, just like, this sure. is so... Like, that was one of those That moments, was cool. I guess, yeah. Yeah, I remember the first time we played in Manchester. Yeah. There were all these kids, like, freaking out. And it was insane. And that was an amazing... I, like, forget that show was amazing. That was, like, 20... 15, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our last L.A. show was really cool. Yeah. At the Regent. I mean, I was having a meltdown, but it was cool. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to remember shows, like, you know when we go backstage and I'm like, I think that was my favorite girl push show. Yeah. I feel like Warsaw was up there for me. Warsaw was really fun. Yeah. Worst shows. On our first tour, we played this show in Oakland and literally no one was there and like... Oh my God. Cleo was like, we were like piggybacking around... And we just played the songs, like, we just got drunk, because no one yeah. was there, and we yeah. were, like, 18. That was really bad, And yeah. it was at a bar in Oakland, <laughs> yeah. no one was there, it was so Literally, weird. no one was there, it was, like, this, like, really, like, weird vibe, like, kind of a dark energy bar, and, like... Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. and, like, we were just... And no one was, like, there were no people there, like, yeah, no one was the in the bar, yeah. yeah, and we just got drunk. Yeah, it was really weird. But it was, like, midday, also. Was it? It was midday. No. Yes. <laughs> Wait, really? The show was, was this on a weekend or just during the day? It was like on a weekend. I don't know. It was midday. We drank. You got on my back and we were piggybacking around and we were the only people in the bar. And that was the show. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty weird. <laughs> How many years ago was that? Like six, five years ago. Crazy. Five or six years ago. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. What's crazy is that... Oh, what? You know what show was really fun? Huh. The house party we played that Roji threw that Radiator Hospital played. Oh, wow. Oh, that was fun. That was really fun. We've played a lot of shows. Yeah. <laughs> We're really going back in the, oh. in the archives right now. Yeah, I, there were some really fun shows on that Alex G tour that we did, too. Oh, yeah. There were some really, really fun ones. And the Frankie Cosmos tour, that was really fun, too. Oh, it was fun was when we played those shows in Boston at the Middle East, Upstairs and Downstairs. That was really fun. That was really yeah. fun with Told Slant and Eskimo. Even the first time we played the Silent Barn was intense. The oh, first yeah. time we went to New York was intense. Yeah. This was fun. It's kind of, we never really reminisce in, in interviews. It's <laughs> yeah. usually just like, how's the tour? How do you write songs? <laughs> this was What's nice. What's it like being in a band? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks. Well, I'm glad I could do that for you. Yeah. <laughs> The album is What Chaos Is Imaginary. It is out now. It will be out still by the time that you hear this. Cleo, Harmony, thank you both so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you for having us. I'm David Jane Jung and all my friends are in Barbados.